0: Welcome to Busy House, Happy Home, where you can ask Charlie your home dilemmas and I will help you along with my expert friends so your busy house becomes a happy home. I am very, very excited to have Priscilla on the podcast today. She is the most incredible lady. I met her in person at um at the Hurlingham Club last year, and she is all things to do with journalism, PR. She has so much knowledge and advice, but she is really, really passionate about small businesses and giving them a voice and them confidence to do the things that they want to do. So, Priscilla, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. And actually, the only reason why we know each other is actually because I'm so fascinated by people who run businesses who you don't necessarily know about until you hear about them. And then you become so involved in their lives and what they do and whatever they're passionate about. And, you know, small business is such a wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, People put so much passion into it. And um, I'm so glad that we met by accident Um and it's a fantastic little community because there's just so much that other people out there don't know. Um and yeah, no, I'm I'm thrilled to know you and to be part of your your world that you share with people so fluently on on YouTube and everywhere else.
0: Well, Priscilla, thank you. I I just love the fact that you really champion small businesses um in particular because it's it's quite scary starting a small business. And a lot of us have you know something that we are passionate about something that we love what we do but we don't have all of the other skills that you need to be able to market your small business to be able to get your voice out there and be seen and heard and that's you know where you come in and you are um a font of all knowledge Mm -hmm. I've I've worked with you um you know, not only have you become a friend, but I have worked with you and you have given me the confidence to to reach out to um, to magazines and to newspapers, which before I was far too terrified to even think of doing. And the way you frame it and the way you give people confidence, um, I think, is so, so lovely and unique. And we need more people like you <laughs> in the world. Where does that sort of passion for small businesses come from?
1: Well, I mean, um, I suppose a few years ago, I don't want to say in lockdown because everybody starts their sentences like that. But anyway, sort of in lockdown a few years ago, um, I was um, still just a journalist um, and I... Had a little bit more time on my hands, and I put on I put up some articles that I'd written quite recently for a national newspaper that was all to do with um, interiors. Um, I've worked in lots of different departments, but at that point it was interiors, and I used an Instagram account not to post, but simply to DM people who I'd never heard of, but who I'd find on Instagram, a bit like you, but in that case it was simply interiors, small businesses that no one had ever heard of, but were just fantastic, and I decided. Um, you know from the outset that I'd pitched ideas to my editor at the time and I'd make sure that I wouldn't um, I won't mention them but any high street shops if I could they often put them in 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 the final edits Um, but I would only champion people who genuinely no one had ever heard of and that was always a slight risk because you know sometimes they were so small I wouldn't know whether by the time they went to print they would still be alive and existing as a business but I loved I think I, I don't I can't even remember the first time I did it but I think the first time I did it the response I got from the person I contacted was just as though I had told them they had won you know the Willy Wonka golden ticket and <laughs> the excitement of, of it was almost like making their first sale um, you know being noticed by someone and I think everyone's so nervous about newspapers and journalists and I, t- I totally understand why I mean I'm nervous about I'm, I'm scared of almost everyone I work with too, but um, hopefully I can display that not all journalists are evil or scary. But anyway, I um I knew that it, it I just could see that it meant so much. And from that po- moment on, people used to say, and so in that lockdown time, I was putting up some articles and um I had lots of small businesses saying to me, people who didn't really even have a website, but they were saying, gosh, how can I get that exposure? And can, could you do that for me? Or do you know someone who could do it for me? And, 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 you know, as a journalist, um, you're, you're taught, but you also, you, you learn to be rather um, cynical and um, you can see through people pretty quickly and all of that. Um, But I like to think that I have the other half, which was more sane still in me. And I knew that the feeling that I was accidentally giving people by shining a by giving them a stage and a microphone was just so life-changing for me. Um, And it wouldn't have made any difference to those big firms if I'd mentioned them, but it it meant the world to the... um, And I think, so the passion really came from the small business community, if you want to call it that. Um, And I've built the business so that now I do help with all sorts of um, companies, try and find a voice and try and explain who they are, what they do. Because you could be the best at what you do and what you offer and the service you have whether you're a an energy healer or you're an author or you're a politician or you um make beautiful ceramic pots it's irrelevant really what you do um you know if you don't explain it properly um people you know you, you you'll just be invisible and that's really depressing and i think the other passion i have for small businesses is that because they are wearing so many hats, as you said, um, the the hat of communication, unless they are the most fluent people, um, gets lost. And that's sad because often a lot of blood and sweat and all that toil goes into something they feel. (laughs) Yeah, so is that familiar? Um, But, you know, often it's a vocation. It's not just I've decided to paint pots and I'm going to market them, which is absolutely fair enough anyway. But it's very sad to see that... Um, and also some some small businesses which are really brilliant at communication then lose out in other areas too. It's very hard, but anyone in your position would know, and I guess I run a small business of my own doing this, but the fulfilment in doing well, in having a sign-up or a newsletter, uh, an email signing up to a newsletter or or whatever, and you know that very much because you've obviously got viewers on your platforms um, who are really taking in and commenting. I mean, the fulfilment is huge. and. I love to connect um, that person with their audience, and I think that can be quite hard.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, it just—it's amazing. And actually, it listening to you talking about that made me think of when people used to say to me, "So, Charlie, what do you do?" You know, if I met people that for the first time, and I would—I'd be quite scared <laughs> because it was—I found it really difficult to voice what I did. Um, easily and eloquently and actually I met somebody yesterday for the first time and he said so what do you do and I managed to tell him exactly what I did and he said that sounds (laughs) wonderful I thought yes finally five years in I've kind of got this nailed but that really is thanks to working with you to um to be able to voice what I do coherently whereas before I was always a bit awkward well I sort of have a bit of a podcast and and a YouTube channel and I sort of teach people how to do stuff but then I also talk about this and that and it was all a bit of a messy
1: well we're we're all in that position I I haven't got a clue how to describe myself half of the time because to some people I'm still a journalist to others I can um give oxygen to their ideas but then then there's this two-letter word or phrase or name of PR and I think a lot of people think PR is simply um you know uh, contacting the press and getting coverage which of course it is but PR is really public relations and what that used to mean (laughs) is um, you know and I see PR very much as a sunshine and all of the rays that come off a sunshine possibly not that of the British variety but um, every single ray is an opportunity to sell yourself and I think the press is only one ray all the other rays are really important and that's what pr to me means which is why i tend to go under the banner of communications because it really is all about how you communicate um but not being able to describe yourself is i mean it's just normal i think the imposter syndrome whatever whatever term you use to to call it imposter syndrome because i think imposter syndrome is such an awful term and it doesn't really mean the same thing yeah it's that sort of.
0: Is it just, I think it's fear. just with lack of
1: confidence
0: it's a lack oh, of confidence imposter syndrome it's
1: just yeah I think yeah, yeah, I'm being, being afraid is being afraid is is fine and you can't let that stop you and it will stop you and it has stopped all of us and it will keep stopping us but you can't let it sometimes you're going to have to just park it and say right uh, I'm you do. You have to on your brave pants absolutely um and I yeah, think I've stepped fear. out of every
0: comfort zone doing what I'm doing
1: Oh, yeah, I bet. I mean, even what you do, I find I, I, I have certainly nothing to sell like you because my marmalade making abilities are. Well, I prefer, <gasps> I prefer to yours. You so can, I won't be you waiting. can come and visit and I will teach. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, but fear, I find, is um, and a lack of confidence is actually a sign of sanity. You know, you are not meant to be OK in every situation. And I think as humans or however you want to call it, but, you know, we attract we attract chaos, which is why, you know, they psychologists tell you to never sleep in a bedroom that's messy. And the reason why is because um, your mind goes in too many different places and you simply can't clear your mind enough for it to work better for you. And I think as humans, we we attract chaos. Even if you're a very tidy person, you're actually always tidying because it was messy. You can either leave it messy or you can tidy. But I think if you attract chaos in life it does and, that, and that's fine but and and fear and confidence problems it's great because actually it presents a challenge and that is a it's, it's sanity all of that it's not normal to be well, not yeah. normal but it's not it's not usual to be completely gung-ho about absolutely everything yeah.
0: um, and yeah. life throws curveballs at us and challenges at us and it's sort of how we how we tackle them and how we find our brave pants and think right come on we can do this yeah. um, and find a way through it um but you know sometimes we need somebody to hold our hand and help us which is which, where well, you
1: come in or- well you're the same i mean you're the same you you in fact you know we all have to look at what we contribute um or what we're willing to contribute publicly and we do all have a place and that's one of the things that a lot of small businesses perhaps struggle with whatever they do especially if they've seen someone do something similar they might think well what's the point um well I tell you what's the point because you see I didn't um mention the sort of big high street shops when I was doing that column and I and I chose Joe Blogs down in, in Fulham High Street and they couldn't believe their luck and it does happen you do get notice you will have your moment you've got to believe in that yeah. um and I think finding the words to describe and to explain is the most important thing you can do to try and change your fortunes especially in business i think the power of change is always within you whether it's uh, in in your life but obviously i'm i will leave that to the professionals but in terms of business i think the power of change is within you it's very hard to find the words you can be the most eloquent and the most fluent and the most not dyslexic person and it fear will eat you up or you will just always doubt that you said the wrong thing it is part of life um, but i think one of the analogies i always i do love an analogy but um one of the analogies i tell people about pitching which is the thing which they they're the most scared of and more scared than standing up in front of a group of 20 or 200 people to chat to um they don't like to pitch because you know an email is terrifying it can be ignored it can go nowhere. You can get tumbleweed, which is awful. And journalists can be quite sort of harsh or nasty. And that's only because I think a lot of people send them a lot of nonsense. But luckily, your pitch won't be nonsense. And this is the way to do it. And my analogy is, imagine you're sitting, I, I might have actually told you this before, Charlie, but imagine you're sitting at a at something like a wedding or an event, uh, where you're sitting next to someone you simply don't know, and you have to make chit chat. Um, and I quite like doing that, because I like sort of it's a bit of a challenge um anyway and someone says you know what do you do and you you kind of get there you don't really know what you're saying but you say something and you tell them the pitfalls and the highs and the lows and the fact that you haven't got any money but last month it was fine and it's feast and famine or you're wondering whether you should change it all and whether you made mistakes or whatever you might even boast which is fine because you're thinking i'll never see this person again and they might turn around and tell you that they're actually quite high up in the sunday times magazine and you're thinking, oh my gosh, what have I said? What have I said? What have I said? I've just, you know, but actually what you've done is you've pitched without any fear. You've pitched to them who you are. And, you know, not everyone in life is going to like you or like your idea or be won over, but you will have presented yourself in the most natural of ways. And that is, that is how you find the words. You just have to really seek inwards and realise that, you know, everyone is different and there is a space for everyone. Yeah, You just need to tell us um, it doesn't have to be perfect. It sort of has to be good, but it doesn't have to be perfect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that and I also think that this isn't a practice life. This is the real thing. We only have one chance at it. And actually, that made me have the confidence to do Ask Charlie and to do this because I was like, well, what have I got to lose? The worst thing is, is it goes wrong and I change tact and do something else. Well, that's okay. Um, And I think that's really important to remember. You know, if there's an inkling that you want to do something or you want to make a change in your life, you actually just have to do it. And it's scary. It's really scary. I remember my first photo shoot, I vomited because I was so nervous. And every time the flash went, actually, this is this was for about four years, every time the flash went, I blinked. So <laughs> um, I have a wonderful photographer, Sophie, that I work with, and she knows how to get the best out of me. But any other photographer has always been a real struggle. And the last time Sophie was here, I said, Sophie, I've stopped blinking, haven't time." she said, yes you have it's only taken well actually it took five years um but you know you you do get there it's practice 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 and just uh, being brave and I think it is quite good to scare yourself from time to time um, challenges are really healthy step outside They're of the comfort zone I want to take this opportunity to tell you a little bit about my Members Club, Ask Charlie's Members Club, where I share exclusive how-to videos as well as recipes with you each month, seasonal homemaking tips and tricks, monthly club zooms where we all get together and have a group zoom, and i get experts to come and chat to us as well members receive exclusive discount codes from some of my favorite brands and a private facebook group as well so if you'd like to find out more about becoming a member i'll leave all the details linked in the show
1: notes Yes, it's healthy. It's like as children we remember getting to Friday and thinking, you know, wonderful. We think we thought about it in a very different way to the way we do now. But <laughs> Thank um, <God> it's Friday. <laughs> certainly, yeah. But it was it was exciting that it was Friday for a different reason for them. They would have a party or us, sorry, you know, it it was a totally different thing, but it it does feel good to achieve something and we know that from an early age. Um, but I do I do look at children, certainly my own, but you know. You, you you look at them as they grow up and you realise that they've got this wonderful knack for resilience. And not everyone is 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 made of steel. Children certainly aren't, but they do they don't often they don't wallow in self-pity until perhaps the teen years, which I haven't quite reached, but I, I remember them sadly myself, although they were decades ago. Mm-hmm. Um but um they do they they just I don't know, I feel, sometimes when I have to let my own children down over something that's been cancelled. They really do get over it much faster than than I would. I do. Um, And I think they're really always looking for the next... next bout of excitement and or or, or you know they, they move on faster and i think there's a resilience there that we sort of lose as emotions get the better of us as we go through life and obviously we have to aim for much more than just go to school and finish our homework and wake up and do it all over again every day um so i think there's always something to be learned by how other people are going through life and and although children are younger than us there is so much to be that we forget about that we're actually very good at and i I often, this is where my comms role sort of moves into a bit of accidental life coaching. Um, I don't mean it to, but I certainly believe that, you know, we're, we're actually, I think probably agree, Charlie, but we're actually better than, than we think at quite a few things. A bit like getting on the slopes after 25 years thinking I'm going to break a knee um, and actually you really enjoy it. And, and there are so many other things. Um, people who always say to me to, to go on your theme, Charlie, you know, I don't bake because I always burn cakes. I think you couldn't possibly always burn a cake. They're not always the same cake <laughs> or just try and get the ingredients a little bit more correct. And then perhaps that won't happen and watch the oven or something. But I think there's so much more in us. And I think children do teach teach us that in in later years um we must try and go back to that
0: yeah definitely I think I think that's really it is really important and I think you know as parents we have to be a good role model to show our children that it's okay to make changes it's okay to you know be a bit terrified but to do it anyway (laughs) Um, yes
1: if if something doesn't feel right just keep trying because actually it may feel better and so many of the the great inventions in the world you know happen by mistake (laughs) Um, because of mistakes penicillin for example or whatever um and um yeah and i think unfortunately with the pr communications um side it's just that it's so terrifying because you are allowing somebody to judge you and that is the thing which you you start to lose control of the situation and i think the um introduction of social media which has been a wonderful thing for so many reasons and of course your business very much plays on that because it it gives you access to people but it certainly allows um, someone who's a little bit less resilient than you Charlie to really feel uncomfortable about that magnifying lens which you know it's and also I think people who are quite keen on on being open can find it quite hard at times when they really want to shut off and they don't know quite how and this is very much something that's belongs to our generation because the ones before certainly didn't have it and the next will have something totally crazy like ai robots living with them who knows i i hope i won't be around for that but um i think it's it's um i think asking other people to judge you is really hard and one of the things i don't like about social media is the way people become quite hooked on vanity metrics if you know views and clicks and likes and all the things that you can find Define you. Who are you? Yeah, because it's just content. But where are you? And I, when you're finding those words to describe yourself, you really only have yourself in the end to tell that story. And I, I do try to to wean people off being over reliant on anything, Um, because really, if you can't explain your passion it's going to wither and wilt and I try to pull it out from people and and show them that all the things we which we have at our disposal now which are to enhance our business are simply there to enhance the business but you are the business and I want to hear what your passion is.
0: Yeah yeah I, I yeah I think that's really important and I have some boundaries that I have put up with regards to social media and how I how I react and how I deal with it. And it's taken time. Um, Luckily, my growth has been really slow. So it's evolved um, gently, which has been really helpful, actually. So it hasn't been overwhelming. Um, But I see it as social media. So it's for interacting with people. It's for it's. If you think of so with my business, Ask Charlie and and the sunshine, Instagram, Mm -hmm tiktok youtube are all raised in different directions and so they're all an aspect of it and I used to be really really hurt by negative comments but now I'm not bothered I but I know that I fundamentally am a nice person and that I do what I do for the reasons why I do it and if people don't understand that then that's their problem it's a reflection on them not necessarily me i know i won't be everyone's cup of tea and i know i won't always get it right and it's about holding your hand up and saying okay i made a mistake there or whatever um and not being scared of that and i think i don't worry too much about the views and the numbers i just try and i do me and you do you and
1: don't don't worry about other people but, but that is you I guess finding that resilience over some yeah, but it's time. taken a long time yeah. yeah yeah and I think it's I just you know I find it a little not sad but um you know just a bit yeah all you sad actually um when I when a business I mean you know the way I work with clients is I always ask them at the start you know okay so tell me what the problem is or what aim you're not quite reaching or And so often it can come down to um, their concern over popularity um, versus someone else. And um, I always ask these difficult questions like, but how are your sales? Um, Or if they are extremely popular, I say, how are your sales? And often, you know, the story isn't so rosy. And um, so I I agree with you, Charlie, that it's so great to be able to say, you know what, that would have upset me and it won't or it could but I'm going to go and make some tea and talk to myself and think actually I've got other fish and bigger fish to fry yeah. but there are so many who are caught up in that vortex and that's fine it's you know these you are the challenges realize
0: why you're doing what you're doing and for me doing ours, Charlie is for helping other people and making yeah. life easier for other people and sharing you know bits that I've learned along the way whether that's you know, homemaking tips and cookery tips, or whether it's um, my personal story. Um, And in sharing that, that might offer comfort to somebody that's also going through a tough time or whatever it might be. And so I know my why, but I think often on social media, people don't know why they're doing what they're doing and they might just be doing it because they're maybe for the wrong reasons. And that's when it starts to go wrong
1: That's when, But but these are the challenges of of running a business these days because you've got the ability to have a website and this and that. And then for TikTok, you have a different tone. So it takes a lot out of you, but also you're second guessing whether what you sell works on these platforms. But because everyone else is having a go, you have a go. And you might start to judge yourself and the business on the popularity you receive there. And that's hard. But I think if people talk to business coaches or anyone in comms or it's good because they are realizing that there's much more to it than am I good enough for this it's good to have someone to remind you of the reasons why you started and actually if something isn't working try something else I mean something that and something I think you haven't really ever thought about yourself, and I'm going to tell you now exclusively on this podcast. Um, One of the reasons why I adore what you do, and I've told you before, it's because I'm obviously a dinosaur in my 30s, and I just, I think, home economics and so much that we've lost, is it's not sad, not it's not that we've lost it, but there's a lot less focus on some of the things which you focus on, and um, I just want to sort of take time off work and watch all of your videos, and you make me feel happy and relaxed and reassured and like i want to live in the countryside but that aside there is something else which i don't think you've ever thought of it just that growing up or perhaps even in our early 20s or whatever when we used to tune into um nigella lawson or nigel slater who always had the most delicious herbs waiting for him within arm's reach um all those things that you can become quite interested in keith floyd um certainly rick stein you can watch them back Um, because now we have those abilities but actually when you fall really in in love with a story and a theme and a person they those programs end and they're they are just memories Um, and you can always remember how Keith Floyd would you know be drunk and be cooking on a beach and drop everything on the floor and you know and your children not interested because they're so much younger and there's something else going on but you remember but with you Charlie you've got you just keep plowing on So I really could take a day off and and watch last year's episodes, which I missed. But I certainly am excited that because this Wednesday coming up and maybe on Friday, hopefully, if you're if you're not too busy, there will be more content from you. And so you actually have created something which I hope never disappears. And that is what people are thrilled about with you because it's you know there's nothing worse than buying a product and finding it breaks after a week or you can't use it anymore or the batteries have run out or you finish that jar of marmalade and you'll never have it again. You keep giving and that is one of the best gifts or one of the best advantages of being of following you, you know I, that's what it is and I you see other I people it. don't yeah. see it.
0: That's uh, really lovely of you to say I think um somebody said to me you have to be consistent. You have to be consistent, Charlie. You have to just turn up. And I, this is my job. This is my work. Mm-hmm. And so I have a structure. And no matter what's going on behind the scenes, I produce the content. But actually, doing what I do has helped me through some really challenging times. Because I have to show up and I have to put on a brave face. And, you know, life isn't always rosy and easy and... Um, you know people make assumptions about people's lives but you know there are hurdles and challenges and I think I've only once had a week off when I had COVID Mm -hmm. and I was properly ill and somebody said to me Charlie you cannot film you will actually scare them this week (laughs) Um, so so I didn't Um, but it's I love what I do and I I'm passionate about what I do and i and i think it's really helped me through all sorts of challenges in life and and changes and i think it's important to to you know to show up and to be consistent
1: and um, and that's another thing when you're trying to communicate what you do if you can't find the words sometimes your actions are obviously louder than words and being consistent and um, not always being hugely rosy and positive, but just turning up because you said you would. Um, Woody Allen says 80% of success is just showing up. And actually it's right um, because, you know, that is what people buy into or often on Instagram or social media generally, when people really are doing very well, it's because they have nurtured a relationship Um, and a personality that people tune in for. I think it can slightly veer sometimes into what are they actually tuning in for? Is it you or the product you're trying to sell? But Mm -hmm. with you, it's very much interlinked. So that's fantastic. But um, yeah, I think consistency... And, and schedule and knowing people can rely on you um is, is 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 actually part of the PR you know you don't have to say you don't have to you've just said again you know I'm so passionate this is what I do um but you don't really have to almost say that it is believed and understood yeah. and that I, is that part just made of me
0: also think of something talking this through with you which I've never thought of before I've been let down a lot in the past And I don't want to, I don't want to let people down. I think that's one thing that I'm really passionate about is I hate letting people down. If I say I'm going to do something, I will bloomer well do it unless there's a really good reason. And so I think that's why I just show up consistently because I don't want to let people down because I've been on the receiving end too often. Yeah, that's, yeah,
1: yeah, that's a lesson. It's a lesson. and actually it's it's a reminder that um yeah it's actions it's actually how how you come across to someone is not always what you say it is your it is your actions and how much you're willing to put into it And and i think
0: sometimes running away is easier
1: it is easier and yeah. I used to run away
0: quite a lot when I was younger, when things were tough. I actually mm-hmm. used to jump, jump on a plane and go to Thailand, um, Nice, which, which was really nice. I basically worked so I could escape. Um, oh, and I could have done that. And I, <laughs> and I quit quite a lot of stuff. And that I always regretted quitting things and never seeing things through properly. I always had that what if, what if I had stuck at that thing? Yes. I quit university twice. I never showed up for my nursing degree. I wanted to be a midwife. I never turned <laughs> up. I was an utter failure at secretarial school because I'm so dyslexic. I was the worst secretary in the world. And um, I, yeah, I quit quite a few things. But you and, hadn't found uh, your
1: thing. I hadn't found my thing. <laughs> and you I found the thing. But um, the academic Jordan Peterson always says, you know, if some. You know, deep down, we all actually know what is wrong. We actually know what it is that we're not putting into a business, uh, and and that's why it's failing or not doing as well. We actually know what we're not. That you know, we we know if we're betraying a particular emotion, or or that we used to be much kinder to our neighbours and we're not doing it anymore because we're using being busy as an excuse. You know, and he always says, you know, sit at the end of your bed one night on your own and really ask yourself and talk admit it and often when you are honest enough with the challenges which are presented to you and they are always individual just to you um you you know we are here to be challenged and um you mustn't shy away from that because actually if you solve what it is you're really honest about um this is in business and i'm sure in life but again i'm not a life coach but if you do go there you will actually try and you will be closer to solving that block and And often, often that's fear and confidence and that's something we all share as humans. Right. But, um, but yeah. yes, it's, yeah. you hadn't found your thing, but we're so. No. And I think that's nothing, why
0: I have. I have sort of ended up sharing the other stuff rather than just the sort of more home economics side of things, because I want to give people the confidence that if I can do it, they can do it. Mm. Anyway. Um, and I think that's something I'm really passionate about is giving people the confidence and, and the belief in themselves to to do whatever it is that they're passionate about or that they feel a calling towards or whatever whatever it might be
1: um, i i try to i try loosely to live by the um, the quote what's for you won't get past you and there are many variations on that in terms of wording but um and it's a little wishy-washy for some to imagine that therefore nothing will go wrong because the right thing will always hit you in the face and find you but i do like the idea because actually i flip it the other way when someone doesn't um when your pitch fails um, When you don't get that job or you, you know, the thing which you thought was in the bag and you don't get it, whether it's your, you know, someone you're in love with or whatever. um, You know, that very hard closed door is really tough and it feels very cold and very dark and really end of the road in so many ways. And we've all been in cul-de-sacs. Mm-hmm. We've all been in cul-de-sacs and I think in business it's really hard because often you've spent money to be there, and it's just, and other, and probably people like you at the beginning, you know, they say, well, "What are you doing?" You know, this is rubbish, and then it doesn't work, and you think, "Oh my god, I'm mortified, I'm humiliated, I'm embarrassed, I'm a failure." But it always helps you to move to the path which is better—not that it's the correct one, but it is a better path. And so, what's for you won't get past you. I don't think presence arrive on the doorstep and everything's always going to be fine because we're actually mortal and things are hard but I think when things are difficult they it does push you into a new direction and it makes you question yeah where you were going and you often definitely. find better routes
0: yeah definitely definitely and I think life has got a really funny way of um as, as I mentioned earlier throwing you curveballs and you just have to find the way around it, and you can't necessarily go over it, but you have to go. What's that? That
1: book? You can't All go over it. Places.
0: You can't go yeah. over it. You can't go under it. It's. I mean, oh,
1: yeah, oh. I'm going on it a Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Splash. Flash. Oh, um, yeah. Gosh, that was a long time
0: ago. You know, it just. Yeah. You have to just find a different we'll way go
1: through it. We'll go through it. it. That's, that's yeah. the end
0: of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yes, see you it you maybe can't. come on,
1: right? <laughs> Put our beats on. Dig deep. We've got yeah. to just do this. Um, go through the mud. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's true. It's true. It's true. And um, no but nobody can ever you there, there is no upper limit to reinvention, I really think that. That yeah. that's a sort of takeaway. And I think you can, you know, okay, it's easy to say you can be whatever you want to be, but um, you know, think about your dreams at night. Who's controlling your dreams? Okay, we must have some connection to the dreams that are going on just individually to us. And if your mind can go that that far into a fantasy world um you there is no limit to what you can do um and so yeah that's yeah. what i would say there's no upper limit to imagination there's no
0: upper limit yeah priscilla this has been so lovely having this conversation with you um where can people find you if they want to work with you if they want to follow or connect
1: with you where's the best place um Um, Well, I have a a website called toptrick.co.uk and all the information is there and I will soon have very much like yours um, videos. Once I've uploaded them, uh, videos on various topics: the small things in PR people don't know about, and the wider things that perhaps we've touched upon today. And there's all sorts of things there. So toptrick.co.uk, and um, you know, any questions, always come and ask me. I'm very, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the happiest and friendliest journalist I hope ever. You really, you really <laughs> are. <laughs> We're very on ugly terms now,
0: which is just brilliant. So I'm going to leave Priscilla's details linked down below in the show notes, so anyone can reach out and get in touch with her because she is just you're a warm hug, actually. (laughs) So are you fond of you? So thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure chatting to you.
1: Such a pleasure. Thank you, Charlie.
0: I would be really grateful if you are enjoying my podcast. If you would just take a moment to hit the subscribe button. It helps other people know that we exist, and I would be so grateful for that. And leave me a review. The more subscribers we have, the more episodes I can put on for you. So please just take a moment and hit the subscribe button.